the today room. we have so many metrics and we can track what's happening so well that you need to spend your advertising and marketing dollar where it gets results. There's too many things available to you to not get a pretty quick <clears throat> return on on the money. So almost all marketing has moved towards like an almost instant response scenario. Right. Clients tend to not like the ones even online that aren't as immediate and instant, such as a social media deal for a contractor isn't as instant as like a Google uh, organic placement or a Google paid ad or buying a lead. Right. Right. So, right. so th for that reason, I'm going to say billboards is a huge mistake. And we also have seen too many clients over the years have their digital going and then begin to make money off the digital and then parlay that money into these things we're saying don't do. Yeah. Instead of expanding the digital brand, which is an instantaneous response or a quick response, to use it on this. And a response that you can, you can track it, you can see what it's doing. Yeah. Hey there, it is Nolan and Jason here with the Webmasters. Howdy. Today we're gonna to talk about how to push your digital marketing to the next level and what to do and what not to do. So I, I, I think, at first, we'll start out just for... <laughs> for some reason, that made me think about your thing the other day. of I'm eating oatmeal and I'm going to crush it. Yeah. Go to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are talking about just being genuine on these videos. And, you know, I, somebody in here was talking about it. And they claim, you know, the, the, I hope they come off genuine. Yeah. I hope they do. I hope they don't come off like sales. So, so what not to do. Um, number one on what not to do is, I'm going to say billboards. <laughs> And I can't even. I well, can't if you're if you're a con, if you're a contractor, yeah. And and we have a lot of a lot of contractors, and and you're and you're pushing a billboard. I mean, for me, the I guess the reason I listed that one first is because the days of taking yourself into a metropolitan area and completely branding yourself as if you're a household name, like Coca Cola or something like that, is I think way way gone. You know, I, I, we, we live in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Uh, our agency's out of Fort Worth. And I guess when uh, Jason lived on the Dallas side and I lived on the Fort Worth side growing up, but they were separated. In fact, you could drive for miles and miles and miles and see Greenbelt in between Dallas yeah, and Fort Worth. Yeah, especially if you drove I-20. Yeah. You didn't see anything. There was just grass everywhere. Yeah. And I guess when I, was a, when I was in my teens and 20s, someone would put up billboards locally and kind of brand themselves. Yeah. But those days are just long gone. And I would argue even if you're in a town that resembles what Fort Worth looked like when I was 15 years old, you still wouldn't want to do this today. And the reason you wouldn't want to do it is because it's very expensive to brand in that manner. And most yeah, billboards of billboards are... The return on investment on a billboard is ridiculously low. I actually did them one time with another business really? when I like because we've I've had this business for almost a decade now, but I used to have a uh, home security business and um, had did business doing that for years, and we tried billboards and they did these little small the small the little half ones, mm -hmm. and they pitched it to me where they're going to give me more and it's going you know how many calls we got off of it, I think one. Wow. or something but it cost us like twelve thousand dollars back then which would have been like twenty five thousand dollars yeah and it was just it was gone the money was just gone and that's back when people thought billboards worked yeah when that it was when it was considered like generally considered to be a good it idea it was generally still considered a good idea it was like 05 range yeah 2005 yeah. and you know what he told me which is a good point to be done here he said well just 
you got to keep doing it, Nolan, so you can brand yourself. And so <laughs> nowadays the word brand from a digital marketing perspective means something totally different from brand from the 19, you know, 20s through 1990s. Yeah. Right. Oh, so. Old old style advertising was building the brand and you put it out there and right. there was no real connection no, no very uh, immediate connection no call between, to action or, or, between the advertising and the re and the the result the service like, or, or the today we have so many metrics and we can track what's happening so well that you need to spend your advertising and marketing dollar where it gets results there's too many things available to you to not get a pretty quick <clears throat> return on on the money so almost all marketing has moved towards like an almost instant response scenario. Right. Clients tend to not like the ones even online that aren't as immediate and instant, such as a social media deal for a contractor isn't as instant as like a Google uh, organic placement or a Google paid ad or buying a lead. Right. 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 So, so th for that reason, I'm going to say billboards is a huge mistake. And we also have seen too many clients over the years have their digital going and then begin to make money off the digital and then parlay that money into these things we're saying don't do. Yeah. Instead of expanding the digital brand, which is an instantaneous response or a quick response, to use it on this. And a response that you can, you can track it, you can see what it's doing. Yeah. If you put an ad up on, if you, if you do an ad on Facebook and it doesn't work, you know within a week. You know fast. And then yeah. you can adjust it, you can change the budget, change the audience, change the the creative aspect, anything you need to do. But a billboard, it sits there for six months and you have no idea We'll talk about happened. that down here because the you can brand. Oh, did I jump on, ahead? No, no, you, no, we, we've been <laughs> jumping ahead. This stuff kind of all works together. You yeah. can brand on, on Facebook, but it's a totally different scenario and I'll explain it here in a little bit. But, but yeah, these, I'm going to say something else about billboards. It's not to insult anybody by any means. It, I, I consider it an ego-based move. Yeah. It, it strokes the ego of the business owner to drive past the billboard. You want to put up a billboard, put one across town where you never drive to. You know, don't do it for your own purposes to drive past that billboard. That's a wrong move to make. Right. So make sure that money returns. And, you know, we tell people not to sign long-term agreements. Why do they go do that? That's like a six month or minimum or more, six month, six month yeah, minimum. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so all right. Number two uh, things not to do with your digital marketing dollar is television. 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 I was just watching a Madman um, episode, and they talked. Um, uh, Sunkissed oranges was on the, one of the episodes, and they just gone color. But the oranges were, they're, they're going to like multiply their budget on TV because now that you could see the orange yeah. in color. <laughs> but it's not, you know, it's not the 1960s. Yeah, it ain't the 1960s Yeah, anymore. so it's not the um, 1960s. A lot of people um, don't even have, a lot of people don't have an antenna, don't see broadcast. A lot of people don't even have cable anymore. And before you think that that's just those young people, I am pushing 50. I don't have cable. All I do is stream. Yeah. And so... I don't see commercials. Same for me, by the way. I've yeah. streamed only for a long time. The yeah. argument here would be that the people that see the commercials is not your client base. And, and, and um, by the way, this is a good one for, shoot, I'm going to add one. Um, this is, 
you want to push. A, you want to push. You were thinking the same thing as yeah. me. Is if you if you're thinking about TV ads, stop go thinking TV and go YouTube. Go YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. If you're thinking about spending <clears throat> that kind of money, uh, go YouTube or um, or back to social with with the video. Right. Um, we, we're doing something like that now. This is a podcast, video cast, simulcast that we push up between multiple platforms. This is the new um, video medium. It's not television anymore. Yeah, t- television is. Someone did this the other day, client of ours. Um, they come and start making a little bit of money. That's a great return on investment. They get, uh, they're making money because they're doing organic. They're doing some paid ads online. They have extra cash because the return on investment's high. And then they go throw it into TV or billboards and it's a complete ego move to me. Uh, the person you're talking about did both. They did both. Yeah, they were doing both. Yeah, they did, <laughs> they did, they did both. Um, they spent all the money in their pocket, made a huge commitment, and then was freaking out. Yeah, freaking out and calling yeah. us, trying to see if they could reduce their bill. Yeah, or cancel <laughs> services that brought them to the point to where they had money to do this stuff. With. Right. This right. stuff actually happens. I'm not making it up, but it's like this is stuff to absolutely stay away from. But if you have extra money and you want to try something else out, you push into the digital world a little bit further. You go into your digital marketing further. Um, okay, so number three is print. Print might as well be TV at this point. Yeah. And I'm actually going to embarrass Nolan a little bit here. Uh, why? Because <laughs> uh, early this year. I, I was thinking about we, it right we, then. Yeah. We actually had read some stuff in uh, marketing periodicals, and I had spoken to people I knew in the industry that were indicating that direct mail was actually getting results again, that there was like a weird kind of reversal happening. And we said, you know what? We're never close to anything if it works. So we worked up some very nice looking postcards. We did. And we did a (laughs) multi-thousand run of those things, and we mailed them out, and we got one damn phone call. (laughs) So this is a good point to make, guys, just so that this comes off self-serving, like don't do this, don't do that, do digital marketing services that the Webmasters offers. We'll try it all. Yeah. We'll try all of it. I know better than to go try billboards or TV. I ain't trying it again. Yeah. But we did try direct mail recently as a means to get clients, and we targeted specific people, you know, specific subsets. Yeah, we, we bought a, a really solid mailing list for yeah, this. Yeah, we did, and we went into it. A lot of details and demographics went into it, and they all went out. We took them down. We, I dusted off an old... A 20-year-old envelope printer. (laughs) An envelope printer, an imaging system that high speeds shoots out the postcards. We printed them up ourselves. And this is opposed to you getting your packet and your little pack of coupons, stuff where you, we did it ourselves so that, and took it to the bulk mail center. So So we saved a lot of money doing it. We saved money, but we also. Semi set up to do it. It wasn't just that. I did it because I never trusted the marketing companies. These guys get moved, messed around by marketing companies all around like I did. Right. I started a marketing business eventually because I wanted to make sure where my marketing dollar was going to. But I did my own direct mail back in the day because I wanted to make sure that it got distributed. Yeah, back when it worked. Back when it worked. So we <clears> dusted <throat> off this old system, got it working again, and did several runs. And it was such a colossal failure. <laughs> It, that we walked around in, I guess, some sort of shock. We were in shock because we, we were like, yeah. you know, we were, you know, we're, we're always prepared when we're trying something new or trying something old again yeah. for it to not do as well as we hope because that happens. 
but it was it was a failure of proportions we did not think was, was possible. Yeah. We, we, we would just sit there talking about it like, I can't believe nobody called. You it was think a beautiful it's not, post you know, has it distributed yet? Yeah. Did, did they all go out? Was yeah. the, was, you know, were some postal routes, were they sick or something? Yeah. Did, <laughs> you did see, they, it, yeah. It's like, my phone hasn't rung. You, 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 Call yeah. me to make sure test my phone for me. So we're it's constantly like, testing ideas. I should have said that up front before we start dogging stuff because we're yeah. constantly testing this. We've tried these, all of these. So don't feel bad if you've tried them. I've tried them all. Yeah, if we're um, if we're saying something doesn't work, it's probably because we've tried it and it yeah. didn't work. Some of this stuff is so old, I won't try it again. Mm -hmm. And I am surprised that I tried print again. But we do test marketing all the time, right? Right. All the time. Um, that's what I was going to do. Sorry, something just came to my mind. Okay, so um, the other thing is, number four is one-sided efforts. So if you're only doing one thing, it's just not a smart move. You don't want to rest everything on one marketing effort. There should be several. One thing is bad for online. It's bad for anything. If you right. lose that technique, if something happens, um, gosh, a major uh, lead distribution company that people liked online got bought by another major one. Yeah. And then they all hated them. That company that got bought that was actually one of the few ones that was liked is now not as well liked by these people right. now. Because it got bought out yeah. by the one everybody hated. Yeah, it, it did. So, <laughs> And if you're listening um, to this, you know exactly who we're talking about. So, yeah, that company got bought. People don't like it as well. If yeah. you had every, a lot of guys had everything staked on that. Right. Everything. So just for that reason alone, I don't need to, you know why. It's just one, one thing only is always bad. Number five of what not to do is the cheapest sales pitch for online marketing. So right. SEO or map placement, you'll get calls that'll say, hey, for 99 bucks or 2.99, we're gonna set your world on fire and do mapping and or or just do pay-per-click management or just do linking that sort of thing right those are always bad um your overall, nobody can set set the yeah. world on fire for 300 bucks a month your overall web effort is going to get judged based upon many things going on and actually these really low cost things they don't do anything i call them glorified hosting fees right so you'll get messed around with this stuff uh, you probably already have been messed around by this stuff. This is the most common trick in the industry is to sell a pricing point that somebody likes, sounds good, wished it was the price that would make everything set on fire, but it doesn't. But people bite on it. That's why it's sold. Time a pyromaniac's not going to set you on fire for a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 you like that? I just thought of it. Yeah. Is it, I don't know. Uh, maybe not use that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so so if you ever listen, every I, I tell people it's okay that you got tricked by some of these sales techniques. I know that you have because everybody has, and you wouldn't be educating yourself if we you have. Hadn't. Yeah, so um, just don't keep doing it. Right. You know? Try to find something high quality. So let's move on to what you should do. So what should you do, and for a comprehensive online effort. So for a comprehensive online digital marketing effort. I'm going to start with A, custom design and code base. New you website, can go after this one. New website built from the ground up. Optimized code for faster loading. Um, nothing there. Everything you do need and nothing you don't in terms of code base, which means 
all the pieces that you do need to make it functional and to present your information and stuff you don't need like uh, fluff and anima animations that don't serve a purpose and extra JavaScript that doesn't help you in any way. Not dogging JavaScript. JavaScript's great. Use it on every site that I do, but it can get excessive really fast and you want to make sure that you keep it to the minimum necessary. And then you, you go from that base and you add schema for structured data to present your data to Google in a way that they understand so that they understand who you are and they trust you more. Guys, so the schema code, we <laughs> talk about it all the time, helps Google parcel data and know where things are. And they actually helps them embellish the data that's there more. So if you have a schema coded up website and you have an organic rankings, it's usually like, you know, depending on what size screen you're on, it's like an inch or so of space. It's like title, link, maybe two lines of description. If you schema it up, it'll go balloon out and have site links, aggregate star rating, maybe a photo over here, and you might get two to three times or even more of the space on the organic for free just because you told them where stuff was. Yeah. Right? That's like getting a hat, you know, if you want to use a print analogy, that's like getting a full page ad for a quarter page ad price. This is like the argument that clients will make I, uh, or someone potential clients like, Nolan, I have unlimited changes for 99 bucks a month. That gentleman, uh, I got told that last week, bought the cheapest package possible. It's a glorified hosting fee and never worked on unless he calls someplace offshore to do the work. Um, I have people say, Nolan, I've got custom design with schema code. No, you have a you have a template with almost no schema code, but right. some. And I, I, we can't, I can't tell you the number of times that we look at a potential client's website and they think they had a custom site and I yeah. can go in and find the line where it's like, oh, there's the $30 off the shelf WordPress theme. They won't even remove the theme line from the code. Right, well they yeah. can't, it has to be there. They don't know how to do it, they can't well, do yeah, it. You can't remove it at all? Uh, if you if you go in and completely reprogram the way WordPress works, its theme okay, system. Okay, so if they're good enough to remove it, they would have built you a custom website. Exactly. Right? If, <laughs> if it's not there, then you actually probably have a custom website. Right. But yeah. as long as that's there, yeah, it's 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 not. So yeah, the custom websites help Google parcel data. It helps <clears throat> them get found more. Um, they look better, but that's not necessarily why. It's so that they show up better online. The code base is extremely helpful to your overall online effort. Um, so B, let's move on to B, is structured, deep content. And um, as we've, we've, content's always there. I, for me, it's like, um, you know, a political discussion. It's just so tired at this point, right? You <laughs> yeah. get older, you talk about this stuff, you don't want to talk about it anymore, right? right? You and have to have content, period. It, it, it just keeps <clears throat> getting more and more serious as to how well it needs to be done. So there's almost 10 writers here now, and we're constantly training and upgrading. And I, every time I turn around and think that we can't do better content, we up the ante and we do because it's being demanded of Google that the content is very unique, very structured, not contrived keywords like plugging your keyword in the same way several times. There's something called uh, LSI, latent semantic indexing, which is he basically, remembered. yeah, basically <laughs> uh, synonyms as opposed to repeating these words because if you do these sites like this it's just it's just cruddy cruddy writing where the business owner has 
said, oh, well, I'll tell the dumb search engine what we're about and I'll plug it in 3% of the time or 1.5% of the time. It's like every other paragraph, say the company name, the location, and the phone number. Yeah. And that used to work. I mean, don't get me wrong. The it, service in the city. Yeah. The service in the city. Service in the city. Service in the city that the page is about. It's over. It doesn't mean that you don't write a page about the service. It means that you've got to be really slick about it. The structuring of that page needs to be done with numbers, letters, bullet points, pictures, charts, video, um, and go on and on. And then that writing needs to be on point, custom, not dupe content, not shallow content. You know, it needs to be done well. And very natural. If, if, you, if you can't hear yourself saying the right. way it's written on the page, like right. you don't sit there and talk to somebody and every third line go, I'm a plumber in Dallas, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that if it sounds, if 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 you think about yourself saying it and it sounds funny, it's contrived and Google's not going to like it. Ma'am, we can fix your clogged drain in Fort Worth today. <laughs> what? Are, are are we talking about the same thing here? Yeah, like just repeating that several times as you're speaking to someone. So that I mean that, but that's a good point as to say why they don't like it. It's it's actually kind of ludicrous that it's written that way. Yeah. And so it's got to be serious. And when the algorithm was less sophisticated, it worked. So yeah, it we, did. I mean, we did it that way because it worked. We do whatever works. We did it that way because we had to. Yeah, because that was Because that was that's what, what the algorithm responded yeah. to, but right now it has gotten it, it's it's got you can it still has to be contrived slightly. It just can't be as obvious anymore. Right. Right. So I don't know how to say it and without going into a full deep dive on that, which we'll do on, on one of these. Yeah, we can do that in a different, yeah. different um, episode. Okay, so <clears throat> C is GMB, stands for Google My Business, and um, that is a good thing to spend time and effort on for right. your digital marketing uh, dollar. Um, you can, of course, and have to verify the location. You need to go into your Google My Business page and embellish it all the way through as much as you can. Pictures, videos, regular work, structuring uh, the data. Even you can I list your services. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. There, there's radius, all kind of stuff. locations, yeah. um, uh, description, hours of operation. It goes on and on. Yeah, and um, that that Google My Business account is kind of the primary um, point where your website gets linked up with Google itself, yeah. and Google has this back channel, and they put these things together, and the effort on the website supports what you've done on the Google My Business account, and that is, of course, leads to map ranking. It leads to trust, brand awareness, yeah. credibility, which leads to all this other stuff, like map ranking and organic optimization. You know, the, the, this is your online effort as a whole um, leads to all these things. So if you don't do this, and we actually post to these monthly for our clients. We add photos that they give them to us. We, you're working in the Google My Business account all the time. So right. it is your conduit for trust. Without trust, they're not going to place you very well. Right? right. So it's important. It'll link up everything else. There's also, um, it's, an, it's a barometer for the overall health. If you'll, uh, there's something not quite the same, but called Google My Business homepage. If you'll Google the name of your company in the city you're in or the name of your company in reviews, something like that on the Google homepage on like a desktop, 
you'll see, or even a, it doesn't matter, you can do it on a tablet or a phone, but all of your information about you around the web will pop up, your knowledge graph, your Google account, your Home Advisor and Yelp and all this other stuff. Yeah, well, your Facebook, Facebook and Twitter pages and any other place where you're listed reviews, directory or whatever. Reviews will be on this one and that one and this one and that one and it'll it'll give an overall view of it. If that front page doesn't fill with positive information about you, it's not being done properly. Right. And if that's not done properly, your overall web effort's probably failing. So if you and if your overall web effort fails, you know what it means? It means that you pay for every click and every lead. Right. That's what it means. And it means that your brand is poor. So we were talking about billboards and TV in 1960s uh, and 70s branding. The new branding is that you're trusted online, that the brand is uh, has continuity, that it has trust, that it has great reviews, and all of that brings together to get you all this wonderful free traffic. Right. Organic is what they call it, but as keyword terms, organically, it's map placement, it's reviews, and it's just your name around the web. It can even be social. Okay, so D, uh, letter D in the list is reviews. I'll let you talk on reviews for a okay. minute. You got any? Um, <clears throat> reviews uh, is, well, number one, it's one of the biggest things that you guys can do. We, uh, we provide a tool uh, to help you get reviews and connect with uh, your customers to get them. But we can't fake them, number one. Don't try to fake them. If you try to fake them, they'll catch you. Just assume that they will catch you and just stop trying. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll help you with a tool to do that, but you can go out there and talk to your clients. We, can, we integrate the reviews on your website so they show up in a tab. We get the aggregate star rating in the schema which we talked about, which shows up on that uh, Google search result. And again, that's a big trust thing. If so you have that, that shows up on that Google My Business homepage and shows that you have good reviews in multiple locations. And reviews, uh, just for the record, we're talking Google, Facebook, BBB, Yelp, stuff like that. We're not talking about third-party reviews. We're not talking about stuff that you're web developer threw up on a static page that right. came out of it. It needs to be validated through a primary source. I'd take slightly more Google reviews than anything, but you want a well-rounded uh, set of reviews around the web. Uh, if you had 10, you might take five Google uh, and then spread out one for Facebook and Yelp and BBB, et cetera. Right. Right? But don't, if you've got a lot of reviews with some no-name service, it's not gonna get much results online. Clients won't convert well off of it. Google won't take many signals that, it, that you deserve to move, move up in search rankings from goofy review sites that, um, that they have. It needs to be from a trusted one, which is just a handful, yeah. right? Yeah, so, it's, it's, yeah, it's like Google, Facebook, Yelp, maybe HomeAdvisor, BBB, everything else is sort of beside the point. So all this stuff integrated together, design and content and your Google My Business account and reviews and all of this, some stuff we're about to talk about like social media, these act as a cumulative whole for your overall brand and online health. And then the signals and clues that this gets done regularly upfront and then regularly ongoing drives overall traffic and search ranking. It's a phenomenal return on investment for your digital marketing dollar and it's worth doing all this stuff, staying, keeping your dollars focused, staying away from stuff that doesn't work anymore, and then going digital with as much stuff as you can. So E on the list is social media 
we're going to talk about Facebook, and I'm going to draw back into what we were talking about on TV, television earlier, because if you're going to have, so social media is interesting because Google is, I say, the universe of everyone that might search. They're all going to come there eventually, right? Right. And social media, you couldn't possibly afford as a business to touch everybody in your marketplace. <laughs> yeah. So let's say that there's a million people in the marketplace and all million people will eventually go to Google and it's important to have all these things. But if you had all million people like you on Facebook, actually I might take it just for whatever free organic they gave me, <laughs> but let's talk in a realistic term. Yeah. So let's, uh, they, they will give you less than 5% of organic on a posting on Facebook okay. and Instagram. And, and what that means is that if you've got a business page and you put up a post, hey, we did this today, hey, look at this uh, job we just completed, whatever, um, of your like base, very few people are gonna see it. Facebook does not show business pages in the regular news feed. Right, that happens on your social, uh, personal level, but not once it hits business, they want money. Yeah. So if they're gonna show you, you put up a post, you put up a video, you put up something, you have to pay to distribute it. So if you had a million people that liked you in your market, it was all million people, you wouldn't be able to afford to distribute it. Right. So what you do is get social media going and get thousands of people, have a goal, and then you nurture the audience that you built. We right. can obviously help you with all the things that we're talking about. We can help you with the uh, digital spend and help you with demographics, help you with the logic basis of getting an audience uh, and then nurturing that audience. It won't have as much response rate as the world of everybody on Google, but who is there responds higher, becomes a referral network, and you can actually brand to them. Right. You're not gonna throw up bill enough billboards in, in a big town and brand to everybody. Um, and I would argue even in a small town, you should have done it a different way. Right. And this is the different way that I'm arguing it should be done. So get as, if you, if you live in a small town and you wanna do this, we can help you with it, do it on social media. Because the billboard has to be repaid all the time and the brand effort's poor in my opinion. Right. So. Once it's on social media, you have bought down this like base, this follower base, and then you nurture that audience. Let's say that you're in a town of 20,000, get a goal to get 8,000 people or 10,000 people to like you, and you actually can afford to go out to these people every so often, and when you do do a boosted post or a website promotion or whatever you're doing, then you can have it go out and then you can brand to them. I'd also argue that them seeing you on Facebook is a stronger brand than running past a billboard. Right. So it, it, wanna, you want to really get down to it. Facebook is actually your your TV, your print, yeah. your billboard, your radio even. It's all those things. But better. Plus referral network, plus word of mouth, all rolled into one it's, thing. It's better because the <clears throat> billboard is cold and impersonal. Yeah. And it's one photo. It's one photo. And it's so, static. It's in one place. It's static in one place in one photo. If the social media is done properly, it's social. It's personable. They get to know you and your staff and the family or whoever you right. want to show. And if you do it properly, the, you will get that following and the return is going to be greater because of it. Right. Yeah. So we can help you there too, but that's why. And then if you want to do videos and all that instead of TV, you throw that down and you promote that through social media. Okay, so um, what's next? Uh, sorry about that. F is uh, domain authority and citations. So um, domain authority is a fancy way for saying linking mainly. You can right. have some domain authority through 
um, proper design and code base yeah. and working on the all, all the other stuff we previously talked about does provide some it domain does. authority, yeah. but in, in inbound links are still the big metric. There is uh, some need to do this. You'll see a correlating factor in domain authority to ranking of websites. Yeah. If you don't pay attention to it at all, it's a mistake because it'll be difficult for you to do as high organic rankings if you don't have any domain authority. It also tends to be synonymous with people doing all this stuff. Right. So someone smart enough to start to include everything doesn't ignore domain authority. We can help you with it. We don't do anything goofy or weird. It is extremely high quality stuff like a press release or a Google article. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as with everything else on this list, which we said before about one-sided efforts, if someone says that they can get you all the ranking with just domain authority and linking, run away. Yeah, uh, that is a actually synonymous with people doing spammy efforts. Yeah. All, all, really all these one-sided efforts. Yeah. But that particular spammy effort's bad, really bad. You need it done really high-end, high-class. It can be done well, and it'll help your overall effort. It's it's a subject for a different category almost. Yeah, entirely. we, could, yeah. Do. we um, could do a whole episode on most of these. Yeah, so um, mm -hmm. let's go on to G. G is regular work. And you know how we talked about the one-hit wonders and, and uh, doing the cheapest thing? They put up, I call it a glorified hosting fee, and I don't know, I didn't define it. It's glorified hosting because they don't ever do any work. Yeah, they put the website yeah. up and it sits there. And it sits on their server and they... But it's got unlimited changes. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, what does it matter to make unlimited changes to the worst websites you could have possibly purchased with the worst code base? You're never going to make yeah. enough changes to fix it. Not to compete in a primary market right. for primary services. Right. If you've got... And even if you think... It's irritating when I go, oh, there's no competitors in my market. You know what I do? I'll say, well, what's your primary keyword? And we'll type it in. There'll be 786,000 potential things they, <laughs> that they could have chosen. It's like, okay, so there may not be as many people providing a specific service, but Google says there's 786,000 potential things to show. Yeah. So your market's competitive. Right. Yeah. So, so Unless you are in a very, very small town, your market is competitive. We, we had um, somebody <laughs> recently, a guy was uh, staining fences only in a major market. Okay. Right. And maybe, maybe he doesn't need. Yeah, that might as be much. enough of a niche. Yeah. That <laughs> he still needs some regular work, though. Yeah. It was in a primary market. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe not, because it's still. It's not like people haven't talked about that online before. Yeah. But regular work is on-site changes, content additions, um, adding photos and stuff, working on GMB account, Google My Business, Google, Google Map postings, uh, citations, and domain authority regular work on code base. These are things that our staff is paid to do for the client. Right. And if you don't do it, um, you're going to not rank well. And if a, a, a website that's left stale, that doesn't get touched, you'll see, even if a, an initial effort is really good, let's, let's just say that you actually put together, you pay for an amazing website to start and you launch it, and Google sees it and they go, hey, this is pretty good, and your ranking goes up like this, and then it levels off to where it deserves to be, but nothing ever changes, it's gonna start doing this. It, it goes down because your competitors are savvy and they're doing stuff regularly. Right. Why show someone who no, never does a social post, never changes content, adds content, never blogs, never changes code base, lets it stagnate, lets it, lets it get out of date. Those sites don't deserve to show up in ranking, they fall in ranking. It's, it's pretty logical, it's very, it happens very much like that. Yeah, yeah. and incidentally, 
um, if you did that and you paid a lot of money for a website, uh, it doesn't matter how much money you paid for it, it will still fall off in ranking if it is not updated. Yeah. So let's move on. We got a couple left here. We've got H is paid PPC, so it's paid advertising, pay per click, or payment on social media. On so, Facebook, which we sort of already covered. Which is but. ad spend. So right. if you're going to um, spend money online, you probably should do some of this. It's just kind of foolhardy long term. You don't do any of this at first. The organic is the best return, but it's really not in your best interest not to do for any paid. A lot of you guys will do um, leads, which I'm not gonna dog. I think it's okay. Most of these people don't like leads because they're typically not as high quality. Right. In case you don't know, if you've never had it before, organic off of your website is the best lead because they bought into your brand, not the lead company's brand, or you haven't had to pay for every click where people are actively shopping and clicking and shopping and clicking. And when they've gone to your branded web presence that shows up, they're buying into your brand, they're less likely to shop. But you should do some paid. It yeah. makes sense. We do some paid. We do some paid. Your yeah. Chances are you found this through a paid Facebook yep. thing. Yeah, if, if you're watching, watching this, this right now. Right now. And we do Google ads, we do PPC on Google, we do PPC on social. Yep. So we do it, you should do it. It, it makes everything work better together. So um, Google even takes 20% of the clues on how well your organic shows up based upon social interaction, and that would be higher if you paid for some. And if it's managed well, you'll actually get a return off of it. Right. It's not as quick of a return as some other stuff like, a, like buying a lead or pay-per-click uh, but it'll return and it'll help everything else. It all kind of intertwines together, right, right? Right. So it's important. Okay. So uh, I, I added one at the end for uh, I, and I is YouTube and uh, social. We added one for these videos, much like the one we're doing now. So right. you can get a video and do distribution through multiple channels. You can do that through YouTube can add it to your website. It's fresh content. You can cut it down and put it on social media, right? Mm -hmm. You can pay to distribute that. It will be personalized and help brand your company, the sort of stuff. And the, the branding is different. So I want to talk about that one more time just so people understand the difference in the brand. Right. So the brand is the company when you get found immediately looking strong. Right. Uh, the only place you're going to brand online to client base to where they get to know who you are is social media. They can actually know you and have you on the tip of your tongue. You should probably have a, you should say, okay, I can't, I'm, I shouldn't do or can't do billboards and TV for branding to all people like I'm Coca-Cola. Right. But I can brand to 5,000 people or 3,000 people on social media. Right. And ju yeah. just incidentally, if you, I said, you know, I said it earlier and that's what led to this being added to the end is if, you want to spend money on a TV commercial, take it and put it on YouTube because for the same amount of money, you're going to get yeah. immensely higher reach on YouTube than you are on a television commercial. I'm going to share one more, and this is, this is kind of, I don't know if it's embarrassing really. It was about five years ago. So we weren't doing, at the time, we were doing mainly for, the, for our company, for the webmasters, we were doing or mostly all organic and yeah. some pay-per-click for us. Yeah. And that was definitely true for our client base. Looking back, we could have started aggressively on social media way earlier. Yeah. But um, the clients maybe not right at that time. 
but it's at this point in time it works for everybody yeah so this was like five years ago we had spent a bunch of money as a company on and like i told you we try everything all the time but we had gone to two different types of um uh, conventions or what oh, were, the, yeah the they were, were conferences, they conferences yeah. or conventions where you have a cubicle or a, what is a booth yeah, yeah a little and booth you walk up and down and and when we went to them it sounded like a good idea yeah seemed good we spent a bunch of money on getting the booth in the first place I think one of those cost us like four to five thousand yeah we did we had really nice graphics we really did nice these setup. little pop-up displays and these little banners in front of a table and got pens and little pads and we went out to these uh, industry conferences, and it felt like somebody had died. You know, <laughs> you remember? Yeah. It felt like, uh, which you know, it feels like an office supply store or the post office, like yeah. something in the death throes. Everybody was just sort of shuffling around, didn't know what to do. Shuffling because they're really old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> the people <laughs> didn't know why. I mean, some of them didn't seem to know why they were there. Yeah, they, they were, they, it was this dying thing, you know? Yeah. And, and um, I had talked to the other owner and I'm like, why in the hell did we do that? And it's like, well, we wanted to try it. It's like, it cost a fortune. Yeah. So just so I, I'm not, I never try to come off on this stuff like we're better than you. I've tried it all, you know, so. Yeah, all of the, all of this is from the standpoint of all the mistakes we made and learned from. So a lot of our clients, if they're like a contractor, for example, they're, they're um, I mean, they could do home shows and things. Yeah. I still find it uh, crazy. They'll swear by it, but it's hard to stop something. I still, I don't even suggest that if the home show works for you even a little bit that you stop it before this stuff gets working well. Right. You can't just cut all your marketing stuff. But I had come back from that and I made an executive decision and I'm like, you know what? We're never going to one again and we're gonna spend the money that we spent this year, next year in social media. Yeah. And we built our web presence or our social presence up yeah. significantly in about a two to three year period. Yeah. And, and it worked. And it worked and we invested time and energy into it. And so we went and did something that was a poor marketing move and then vowed to do that. And on the social side, I think the reason we started earlier, as I told you, on, if it's a pay-per-click, I don't do leads, but you, a lot of our clients do. Yeah. But if it's pay-per-click or leads or organic even, you can get really quick results in all this, and right. it's a great return. But on the social media, depending on what it is, some of it you can get quick results, but sometimes it takes a little time to build it up. Right. And I didn't want to spend the time any more than anybody else did. So I took that money spent, and we spent it evenly throughout that year, and we just kind of kept spending. I think we spend more than we ever have now on yeah. social. But we did it after building our base up and having a platform to work from. Right. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't do it just out of nowhere. It, it, we baby stepped into it. Yeah, the return yeah. on investment was very good. It just wasn't very immediate. It, it was. You have to build it up. That one was a delay. Yeah. That one was a delay. I don't think it's always a delay depending on the service nowadays. Yeah. It can be yeah. quicker on social because social's gotten so primary. Average person um, goes to Facebook 14, 14 times. 14 times a day. 14 times every day. Ridiculous. And then they search all this stuff directly. Yeah, let me check mine right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Gotta get going. I think that is the amount of times close to that Coca-Cola used to want to see everybody looking at their uh, logo or you know every day. Yeah, they wanted them to so like come across thir 13 it or 14 in the world yeah. every day. It was in yeah. the teens. Yeah, it was mul yeah. multiple times a day. I don't know if it still happens that way, but... Hope you enjoyed that one. I thought it was kind of interesting, but um, 
If you guys have any questions, call us. Uh, we'd love to be a service. We'd look forward to hearing from you. See ya.